We spend too much time listening to the terrible negative thoughts roaming around in our heads. Self-talk is positive. This is a chance to do more of it. This is Jacob's Affirmations. Thank you guys for coming back. Once again, Jacob's Affirmations. It's always good having you. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Jacob Espy. We're all about getting the day started with positive self-talk, helping each other get better. We get better when we do it together. And on that note, I am really excited for my guest today. If you're from the Northwest, if you're in the Northwest hip-hop scene at any level, you're familiar with the name. It's Mr. DJ Cliff. Cliff, how are you doing today? Good. How are you, man? Man, life is blessed. Life is very blessed. I'm praying for guidance every day to help keep it that way. A lot going on, but trying to keep it positive. No doubt. No doubt, man. Got you. Got you. And keeping it positive is something that I feel like you are. You're very good at. I've been talking a lot about <laughs> about gratitude, if, you, if you're with me on Facebook or Instagram. And, I mean, that, that really is, I feel, is uh, something that your name is attached with as far as just always giving back, finding ways to support people. And support is just such an underrated thing. I mean, just a, a moment of support, taking a moment to tell somebody that you appreciate them or recognizing them for a job well done can go a long ways. And you really, I, I feel like, do it better than anybody. And kind of talk to me about that. I mean, just the act of gratitude and, and showing support for the community where does the motivation for that come from with you? Well, first off, man, I appreciate I appreciate the kind words, and um, it is true. I I find that I mean I I could say for to a certain degree for selfish reasons, um, I find that that being in service to others first off just feels good. You know, I think it's the little things. Um, even even from if you watch a child who. Um, a very small child who comes up to you and gives gives you a you know their toy to play with or gives you you know buy their cookie and then the smile that comes to their face. So I think even as even as children, that's something that is ingrained in us to be in service to others. And I think as we grow and have more more experiences in life and and get to um, I think look at ourselves more, we lose we can lose some of that. But I firmly believe that. We are put on this earth to serve others. I think that's a part of why we were created. Um, and then I, on my journey, on my life journey, I know that there have been times where I was pursuing a dream or pursuing a passion, and you see the, you experience the challenges to get through obstacles or to, you know, to to move forward in that. And I got to a point in my life where I decided if I was ever in a position, if I ever had a platform that I could provide to others to help them fulfill their dreams, I would definitely use that platform for that service. I feel like it's a blessing for me to do um, the things that I do within the local hip-hop community um, and to be able to fulfill that that thought, that idea that I have for myself is, is definitely very rewarding. So, um, you know, I think that those are those are sort of the foundations of it is, um, you know, just my, my belief system in, in being being in services as well as part of it while I was on this planet. That's beautiful, man. I mean, and having somebody like you with your pedigree, you know, coming from New Jersey, living next door to Master G, uh, one of the, the OGs <laughs> of hip hop, 
Um, and then to be in the Northwest community with, with all your knowledge and your respect for the culture um, and your understanding of the culture as well, it, it's just it's phenomenal because when you give somebody praise and recognition, there's this background, there's this amount of credibility that comes with it. And I think that that does a lot for people when you're, you have the interview with them and they're able to showcase their talents on your shows. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I think when it comes to hip hop, I was, I had a conversation earlier in the day with someone about the roots of hip hop. And if you look back at some of the, some of the originators of this, of this art form of this genre, um, you know, the definition of hip hop was, was peace, love, unity, and having fun. And if you really think of um, what that means to an individual to, to be uh, a peaceful individual, to show and express love to one another, to build unity into one another and have fun while doing it. I think the unfortunate thing is, is that we've seen when it comes to this art form that many of those, many of those basic foundational elements um, are not celebrated now as they once were, which, is, which I think is unfortunate when, especially when we think about the youth of today. You know, I think a lot of people look at um, not even just hip-hop, but specifically the element of rap and hip-hop, and those elements are not the elements that are pushed to the forefront. Um, I think selfishness is, is really what's celebrated more than anything else. So I think that when we have, we've been gifted with the awareness of, of expressing love, showing love, building unity, um, I think it's, it's our duty to, to push those elements, to remind people, or maybe in some cases to even educate people. These are the things that we should celebrate. I think too often we see the opposite of that. We see the tragedies that are associated uh, to this, this, this great genre of music, and then those tragedies become the norm, and we become numb to that. And I think that, um, again, when we have the, the opportunity to change that narrative, I think it's, it's important that we do that. Yeah, absolutely, man. You, and you're, you're saying some amazing stuff. Um, even going back to the previous answer, as far as just in our DNA, it is part of our DNA to enjoy the act of gratitude. And I think hip hop, um, we look on the other side of that, it's also part of the DNA when we start working against the things we were meant to do, work using the gifts God has given us for selfish means, we kind of see the consequences of that play out far too often. Yeah, and I think if you, you know, when you when you look at um, the history, what we are told of of the very beginnings um, of life on this planet, um, even prior to, you know, the the word speaks of the war in heaven, and what was the root of that was was selfishness, was a look at, um, or the expression of look at me, I am as I should be worshipped just as much as as the Creator, and I think that selfishness. Um, we are, we are, and even the first sin on earth. I mean, I think that selfishness was a part of that sin. And the story is told of the temptation, but that temptation, giving into that temptation, was was selfish. It was about not following what, what um, you know, what our first parents were were asked or admonished to do. It was about doing what they wanted to do. And so, I think that we have to be very careful, very cautious, that we don't um, we don't put ourselves before the plan or the, um, you know, the, the, the goals and the path that's set, set out before us. I think we have to be in tune to, um, to our purpose. And that doesn't just happen by living. I think we have to take time to study. I think we have to take time to, to, to build with mentors and, and, and mentor others and, and be in a community of, 
of like-minded individuals who are seeking um, seeking ways to, to better ourselves, seeking ways to have greater understanding, and then finding ways to impart these thoughts and ideas on 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 our community. Not in, not in the sense of, of being preachy, but in the sense of just living, living out um, the examples that, that have been laid, laid before us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I'm loving this. I'm loving this a lot. I was excited to have you, and now that we're getting into the conversation, I'm already getting excited to share this with my audience because I know they're going to get so much value out of this perspective of how amazing things can be when we turn the perspective away from ourselves, stop focusing on ourselves, and really start focusing on what can I do to contribute to the people around me. And so with that, let's talk about, about your show, DJ Cliff. And how, how did it get started? How has it evolved? Because you've helped out so many people and you really have given people a platform to come and be a part of something and, a, and really showcase their, their talent. In, you know, my, in, my, in, my per, in my professional life, I have the opportunity to work in healthcare. And, you know, the radio show really started um, in a, with a conversation with a, with a patient who was doing um, some work with community television. And I had the opportunity to partner with him um, on and on that project, and I learned of an upcoming radio station that was going to be community focused, community supported, um, and I felt that there was so much great music that I was a fan of, and I would run into people who'd never heard of some of these artists and um, look for uh, the opportunity to share that with with the masses and submitted my idea for a radio show that was really going to focus on a lot of the local hip hop scene because um, I didn't. You know, I didn't really hear it on the radio. Um, and my idea was accepted, so I had, you know, this platform now to start playing a lot of this great this great music. I was a fan of some of some of the, the, the groups that I had learned of when I first moved to Portland uh, were groups like uh, Lifesavers and Lightheaded and um, Cool Nuts, I think, was an artist that, that a lot of folk knew of. Um, and then just some of the other underground artists. And it went from playing these artists' music as I'd go out and say, hey, I got this platform I'd love to play your stuff to, hey, would you like to come on the radio show and, you know, tell people about your upcoming project or about an upcoming show and began to build relationships with, with folk and then looked to the example of shows that were before mine, like uh, Stretch and Barbito and, you know, some of the things that they did and, and wanted to bring in the elements of live performance on the, on the air. And um, it just sort of grew organically from there. Um, and again, just just the joy of being able to um, maybe help an artist reach the ear of someone that they that they wouldn't reach, being out and and letting folk know that oh, I had this radio show who were not within the hip hop scene at all, and uh, you know say oh yeah I heard of that artist because I listened to your show and it's just really been a joy and a blessing and that started back in 2009 so I'm coming up with 10 years of. Um, of growing now, the radio show is on X-ray FM uh, in Portland, Oregon, and um, maintaining a lot of those same elements, inviting artists in, and and um, you know, seeing having artists rhyme on the air, and uh, growing into hosting local live shows and providing platforms that way for artists, and that grew into a podcast, and um, which is Cliff Notes, where I, again get to give these artists a platform to tell their stories even beyond the music that they make, but the back, their backgrounds and coming up in the scene. And, um, it's just been, it's, it's, it's been a great, um, fulfillment of the idea of just spreading 
spreading the law of hip-hop. Absolutely. And something that I just appreciate so much about your show and what really just gives it so much value is the fact that you treat every interview like Nas was in your studio or like Jay-Z was in your studio. I mean, you're doing research on people. You're asking phenomenal questions. You're always prepared. And it just gives people a feeling that like what I'm doing is important. Somebody's taking notice. And uh, I mean, that just, just carries forward. I know just speaking from my own personal experience, being in the studio, that that's a really big deal. And you kind of see that when you're listening to the episodes and you can kind of hear people sometimes are kind of taken back like, man, this guy really came prepared for this interview, which isn't always the case. <laughs> well, it's funny. I mean, I, I've been told that before, which is I always find to be a bit interesting. And for me, I feel like, you know, this sounds cliche or silly, but the, the fact of the matter is it's because I, I actually really am interested in these people that I'm getting to meet. I am really, truly interested in their stories. I, um, you know, back way back in the day, I was an artist. And so I have a recollection of what it was like to put together an idea into a song and then put these songs into a project. And so it's always very interesting to me to hear you know, an individual's creative process. And I think being genuinely interested in, in, in others, you have that natural, that natural curiosity. Um, and so it comes, it comes easy to, you know, to ask questions. And I'm always mindful that, you know, for some folk, the stage is very comfortable, but more intimate settings, sometimes people can get a little nervous. And so it, it's important to me to create very comfortable environments for folk when they come onto the radio show. Um, and I say I, but the truth of the matter is, man, I, I can't, I can't take all the credit for this. I mean, you know, all glory to God. I feel like I've been gifted with the, with the, um, with the skills to, to, to create these atmospheres and, um, and grow these relationships and, um, artists have trust in, in what I do. And I think that that's some of the things that, um, you know, that makes them comfortable coming in and sharing. Amen, man. Amen. And so questions I've had that I'm, curious about is one like what keeps you motivated to keep going because 10 years being involved in so many projects <laughs> having the radio show be so consistent uh, i mean that's a big deal and, and then two like what are what's your what are your goals do you have goals for the show is it more about the quality or kind of talk to me about that man that's a that's a great question you know there are times um where i wonder if uh, you know if what i've done is run its course um, now there are there are other opportunities now where the local scene is being supported. Um, other um, artists who are maybe not even in the region who I've had an opportunity to build with um, are getting more support. So sometimes I wonder if if I'm if I'm still serving the purpose that I initially thought to serve. And um, I think the things that are motivating is is when I get that random text message or that random email from the artist who just requests, hey, you know, I have a project coming out. I'd love to come on the show and talk about it. Or just to, you know, just to, hey, man, just, just checking in with you. I haven't talked to you in a while. I just wanted to say hello. You know that people are still listening or still interested. Or So I think sometimes those things can be motivating. Um, you know, my, my going into this, I think my, my goal was to create something that was very, um, I wanted it to be well put together. I wanted it to be well received. I never wanted it to feel like work. I wanted it to be something that, um, you know, 
two artists that maybe never worked together, maybe didn't even know one another, that they would then come together and do a project because um, they met one another via the radio show. I mean, that was where, that was something I always hoped would one day happen. Um, beyond that, um, I don't know that I ever thought, I never had a real end game in mind. Um, I think I just I just felt when it didn't feel when it didn't feel right anymore, when I didn't feel called to continue to you know to work on this on this project, be on this journey, um, then I would just would let it go. And I don't know if that time has come yet. Um, you know, I think I'm still waiting to see you know what what God has for me. Um, Want to be open to His direction. I think that's the big thing is to is to take moments to be still and to be receptive to, you know, my purpose here uh, when it comes to supporting the local scene. So I don't know, man, we'll see. Like I said, coming up on 10 years, sometimes I do think about that. I mean, that would be something to, you know, to say, okay, I put my, I put my 10 years in and, um, you know, move on. But I don't know. That's not, I'm not dropping any, you know, not dropping any, any hints or anything? I, I mean, it kind of sounds like, you know, I'm it. just, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, it just kind of sounds like. <laughs> and I, something I always think about is one, of course, like listening to, to God's calling and being intentional about praying for guidance and making sure I'm headed in the right direction. And then also being aware of opportunity costs. Like, because I'm doing this, what am I not doing? So for you, I know you're always thinking of different ideas. Have you put some thought into like where you, you're, where you would invest that time? I have, man. You know, I, I've started uh, another project called Fitness is a Habit, and um, it's a blog and a website. And one of the reasons that I started that project is because as I look at my life, um, not just the things that I do with Welcome to the Neighborhood Radio Show or the podcast, the Cliff Notes podcast, but, you know, my work in healthcare and my role as a husband, um, the time that those different things take and having a passion for a lot of the community work that I do, but realizing that if I'm not taking care of myself, then I won't be here to take care of others. So um, the idea of building fitness as a habit was, as I'm seeking information, again, creating a platform to share that information with others. And, you know, fitness as a habit is, is valuable to me because I realize that it, it truly is a habit, that we have to spend time putting effort into those things that we say that we care about. So the idea of creating life balance, I was speaking to someone and I love the way that they describe it, of, of having harmony when it comes to my physical health, my mental health, and my spiritual health. So part of that process is looking at, um, you know, the time that I'm spending working on some of these, these passion projects. Um, am I creating that? Am I keeping that balance? Does that take away from the running that I started doing a few years ago, does it take away from the, the time that, I sh that I'd like to spend in, in quiet moments with the creator? I, don't, I can't say that I have an answer to that yet. I think it's, a, it's an exciting new journey to be on. Um, having an opportunity to build with folk like yourself, Jake, who, um, who I think are, are also on that journey, seeking knowledge, um, working to do better, um, seeking mentorship, and then at the same time working to be a mentor to others. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know where I am in that process yet, in terms of answering the question for myself. Hey, am I making the best use of my time? 
but I will say, like I said, it's it, it, it's exciting to be on on a journey seeking seeking that answer. Something I want to touch on is just the idea of fitness being a habit, and uh, a concept I was recently introduced to is irreducible minimums, which really establishing what is the minimum amount of effort I'm going to put into this every single day. So you might have one for fitness. I'm going to at least walk for a minute every day. Like it may seem like a little bit, but it's better than nothing. And if you walk for a minute, you're probably going to walk further than a minute, but also about our own personal development. And I'm going to read at least a page every single day. Maybe you start there and see what happens, or I'm going to pray for at least a minute every single day and let that become just a habit and really just a way to avoid what I feel a lot of people do, which is start off by saying, I'm going to read a book a day. I'm going to run five miles every day. I'm going to meditate and pray for 45 minutes to an hour every day. And it's just, we don't work that way. As far as developing habits, we get burnt out, we quit, we throw in the towel. It's not realistic. Something comes up, it throws us out of our cadence. And so really teaching people the value of taking small steps forward repeatedly and understanding that's the process. So, and I think that fitness is a habit is a great connection with that as far as just really understanding what it is, which is developing habits. That's the goal. Absolutely. Now, I'll give you two examples. Years ago, a close friend of mine who's a, a pastor and a teacher um, and worked a, works a lot with youth had this edict that he gave to his students, and he said, what we're going to do starting at the beginning of the term is we're going to do a project that's called Plus One. And the simple idea is, is pick anything. Doesn't you know? If you want to start doing push-ups, if you want to, you know, do better at doing your homework, just plus one. Every day, whatever you did yesterday, do, do just do one more. So if you did one push-up yesterday, tomorrow do two. And the next day do one more, do three. And I think the, the idea that he was sharing was exactly what, what you just described. You know, as we're setting goals for ourselves, I think it's valuable and important to, to set short-term goals. You know, we have that, that long-term vision of where we ultimately want to be, but, you know, you don't get there all in one step. And I think when you take your time and, um, and, and work towards that goal by making short-term goals, you have an opportunity to enjoy the process. And you learn so much by taking those, those short steps. I mentioned I started running. I started running four years ago. Man, I never thought that I would be a runner. And um, I, I, I hesitantly called myself a runner. But the way that I did it was I found a program called Couch to 5K. Okay. And it was just that. It was a, a program that you would go through and say, okay, on day one, you're going, you're going to go and walk for 15 minutes. And it would slowly take you through this process from uh, walking to walking and jogging to jogging and running and slowly build you up to at the end of a, of a nine-week period, you're actually running a 5K, 3.1 miles. And I, I, you know, that fits again with what I described that, that my friend did with his students, that idea that as you build on that, not only, not only will you reach that goal, but you can develop habits that you can apply to so many other areas of your life. And the habit to me is simply something that you work on, work towards, and um, the, the key is to be consistent with it. And consistency does take time. It does take effort. But I think that we all know when we put in that time and that effort, the reward is the reward can be grand. I love it, man. I love it. DJ Cliff, you remain the man. I appreciate you so much, my friend. Let the people know where can they find you? Where can they uh, stay in touch with DJ Cliff? 
Um, there's a couple of ways I'm on social media at DJ Cliff, at DJKLYPH. There's also a website, www.djcliff.com. Um, I also have a website for uh, Fitness is a Habit, fitnessisahabit.com. Um, so any of those any of those avenues are great ways to reach out and get in touch. And I love to meet new folk and, and share thoughts and concepts and ideas. And if there are ways that I can serve, definitely appreciate um, you know the opportunity to do that. And let me say, um, Jake, you know, you and I have built our relationship over the years, and it's been um, it's always been great to me to spend time to talk to you. And I love what you're doing with the affirmations and and encouraging people on a day to day basis. And like I said, man, I think building community with like minded individuals um, it helps each and every one of us on our on our journey. So I just want you to know publicly how much I appreciate you, man. I appreciate that. Gratitude goes a long ways, and like just small comments like that go a long ways in, in helping people stay motivated to keep the course, you know, to keep pushing, to keep finding ways to help people out. So thank you, I mean, for being intentional and, and making it a point to, to say that. It really does mean a lot. No doubt, man. And I appreciate it, man. Absolutely, and I appreciate you guys for tuning in. And do us a favor. Tag us both, DJ Cliff, at Mr. Jacob Espy. Let us know what your biggest takeaway from this episode was. We'd love to hear from you guys. Once again, Jacob's Affirmations. Share this episode with 10 people. So much knowledge DJ Cliff just dropped on us. We appreciate you guys. Enjoy your day. I'll see you tomorrow.